0: Bridget, And I'm friends with Mr. Damon. My full name is Bridget Hermano Watanabe. I'm Filipino and my husband's family is from Japan and his mom's family is from Ireland. How cool is that? I am so glad we get to hang out together today. And I have a great story for you. Here are three fun things you need to know about me. I can ride a unicycle. I love to play flag football and I absolutely love music. I would love to hear how your day went. When I ask, what is your favorite moment from today? What is the first thing that comes to mind? That is awesome. What is the first thing that comes to mind when I ask you what your least favorite moment from today was? Go. That's no fun. Do you know it's healthy to talk about how your day went? It is. Whether your day is good or tough, talking about what happens to us and how it makes us feel helps us feel healthy in our emotions and thoughts. Okay, have you ever watched someone do something wrong, get into trouble and thought to yourself, I am not going to make the same mistake they did? Let me tell you about a time where I learned from my sister's mistake. There were brownies I already had one. So did my sister. My mom said, don't eat the last brownie. So even though I really wanted to because they were so good, I did it. But my sister did. And she got into so much trouble. Little did we know that that last brownie was reserved for my brother. I felt so bad and learned from my sister's mistake. When we do something we know is wrong and get into trouble, God wants to help us learn from our poor choices and make better ones next time. But do you know what is better than learning from our mistakes? Learning from someone else's. And that is why God gives us tonight's story. Our story today is about a man named Jonah. And while you've probably heard about his run-in with the whale, you may not know how Jonah's story ends. And trust me, the ending is not what you'd expect. Hashtag plot twist. Approximately 300 years after David becomes king of Israel, God spoke to a prophet living in Israel named Jonah. Prophets are men and women in the Bible who heard God speak and then told people what God said. One morning, while Jonah fixed himself a nice breakfast, Jonah heard God speak to his heart. Hey Jonah, breakfast looks good. I want you to go to the city of Nineveh and tell them about how much I love them. Hearing God say this caused Jonah to drop his breakfast burrito on the ground. Whoa, time out, God, Jonah yelled. Nineveh? This was a problem. Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh. Nineveh was a bad place. The people in Nineveh did not love God, and they did mean things to people, really mean things, especially to the Israelites. It would be like if God asked you to invite the meanest kid in school to your birthday party. Jonah hated the Ninevites as much as he hated eating slimy mushrooms. So, just like we think we can fool our parents and get away with something we know is wrong, Jonah packed his bags and ran away by hopping on a ship sailing in the opposite direction of Nineveh. He looked out over the Mediterranean Sea and Jonah thought he had gotten away with it. Do you think he did, church kids? No way. As the ship sailed quietly across the clear Mediterranean waters, the sky slowly darkened and an angry storm grew bigger and bigger overhead. The waves quickly turned from happy little rollers into gigantic ship-sinking monsters. Before Jonah knew it, he and the sailors were in the worst storm of their lives. It was so bad, the experienced sailors knew they were about to sink and drown. But deep in his heart, Jonah knew the storm was happening because of him. He thought he could disobey and God wouldn't find out. But as the wind and water lashed his face, Jonah realized continuing to hide his sin was the worst thing he could do. That's when he finally decided to be honest and confessed what he did. He yelled at the sailors over the howling wind. This storm is my fault. I thought I could get away with something I knew was wrong. I thought no one was watching, but I was wrong. God sees everything we do and he cares. So if you throw me in the ocean, the storm will stop. What? Did God tell Jonah to jump into the ocean? No, he did not. He could have told the sailors to turn around and go to Nineveh like God asked, but Jonah came up with the the chuck-me-in-the-ocean idea instead. Weird. So, one, two, three, heave! The sailors threw Jonah overboard into the ocean. Ah! Sploosh! Immediately, when Jonah hit the water, the wind stopped, and the waves disappeared. The soaking wet sailors blinked a couple of times in awe and then started dancing, hugging each other and praising God for protecting them. Jesus had rescued them, but as they celebrated on the boat, they didn't notice the small bubbles lazily floating up to the top of the water, right where Jonah fell in. Deeper and deeper into the darkness, Jonah sank. This is it. Jonah thought, as he could feel his oxygen running out. I'm all alone down here, and I am done for. But are we ever alone, church kids? No way! Jesus is with us always, and he was with Jonah down in the water, too. Little did Jonah know that two days before, God spoke to a whale and said this, Which translates, Hi, Susan, how are the kids? I have a job for you. I want you to swim two miles southeast by the deep underwater trench. I have a special lunch waiting for you tomorrow. I don't know if God said that to the whale, but I like to think so. Susan the whale swam exactly where God told her to and arrived just in time to see Jonah sinking down towards her. There's your lunch, Susan. Bon appetit, God said. Jonah watched with wide eyes as Susan opened her gigantic whale mouth and closed it over the top of him. Gulp! For a second, Jonah thought, I'm dead. But when he took a deep, big breath, he realized he could breathe, and the air smelled like tuna fish. When he opened his eyes, realized Susan didn't eat him for lunch, God used her to save his life. Even though Jonah did what he knew was wrong and tried to hide it, God kept loving and taking care of him. There, inside his new whale Airbnb, Jonah began to cry tears of joy and thankfulness as he realized how big God's love for him was. Jonah talked with God sitting inside Susan's squishy stomach and asked God to forgive him. After a couple of days, Jonah felt Susan the whale stop moving. I wonder what's going on. Blah! In an instant, Jonah was shot out of the whale's mouth and onto a sandy beach. Splat! Jonah stood up, squinted in the bright sunlight, and realized where he was. He was on the beach in Nineveh. God used Susan the whale to drop him off at the exact place he originally asked Jonah to go to. Susan was his oceanic Uber. Jonah finally understood what God was teaching him. Just like God loved Jonah when he disobeyed, God loved the people of Nineveh, even though they disobeyed a lot. So Jonah walked into the city of Nineveh with seaweed in his hair and began telling everyone about God's love and how he wanted to be best friends with them. When the people of Nineveh heard Jonah's words, the Holy Spirit's love filled their hearts and the entire city said yes to Jesus, and followed him. The end. Right? Wrong! Remember, this season of Church Kid Stories is about people and stories from the Bible overlooked and forgotten. This is where most people stop telling Jonah's story, but it is not how it ends. When God first talked with Jonah, he told him, if the Ninevites didn't stop hurting others, the whole city would be destroyed. So after Jonah finished telling the people about God, he hiked up to the top of a mountain that overlooked Nineveh. But he wasn't there to see the beautiful view. Even after everything God did for Jonah, Jonah still didn't like the Ninevites. He was holding on to unforgiveness toward them in his heart and wanted the city to poof, just disappear. But do you think that is what God wanted? No way. God loved the Ninevites. He wanted to forgive them. God wanted the Ninevites to join his family, not Jonah. The longer he waited on top of the mountain in the hot sun, the madder Jonah became, then God did something unexpected. God caused a big leafy bush to grow and give Jonah shade from the hot sun beating down on his head. Jonah was so happy for the bush and the shade it gave him. But that night, as Jonah slept, God sent a teeny tiny worm to crawl up the plant. Without Jonah knowing, the tiny worm took out a little fork, tied a tiny napkin around its neck, and began to take little bites out of the stem. All night long, the worm ate until, snap, the bush broke in half. When Jonah woke up the next morning, his precious plant was dead. Dead! No! Not his precious plant! And the sun beat down on him again, even hotter. Then Jonah threw a temper tantrum and yelled out, This isn't fair, God! I am so mad right now! In the middle of his tantrum, God spoke to Jonah's heart. You care more about the plant than you do the thousands of people living in Nineveh. Do you know how important each person is to me? I forgave you when you disobeyed me, but you don't want me to do the same for them? Jonah, you are acting like a selfish baby. This isn't who you are. And that is how the story of Jonah, the prophet, actually ends. Even though the story of Jonah doesn't have a super happy ending, it is extremely important. And why? Because God wants to help us learn from other people's mistakes Jonah stayed selfish even after everything God did for him. What is something you think Jonah should have done differently? I am going to tell you a secret hidden inside the story of Jonah. Jesus wants to teach you how to learn from other people's mistakes. It is why God tells us about Jonah's selfishness and tantrum. He wants us to see the mistakes Jonah made and say, Jesus, will you help me to do the opposite give me wisdom to obey the first time and when i do disobey to confess without being asked the story of jonah also shows us how much jesus loves really bad people unlike jonah when someone is mean to us or mistreats us we pray for them and love them why because that is what jesus does for us in fact Let's ask Jesus right now to help us do just that. Jesus, sometimes I feel like Jonah, and sometimes I don't like people and wish they would get in trouble, but I know you are helping me learn from Jonah's poor mistakes. Help me love people when I feel like hating them, and give me the courage to confess when I disobey before I get caught. Thank you for loving me, Jesus, even when I mess up. I love you. Amen. I am so excited for you to hear the amazing stories we have ready for you this season. You are so valuable and we are so glad that you are part of Church Kids. Have a wonderful night's sleep and I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Good night.